Yo, Yasin. Uh, nice Mr. Third Place, by the way. You please refer to me by Mr. the brand. Third Place. Yo, we um, got up to third place on the top essay comedy charts for Apple Music. Um, yo, that is such a just achievement. Thank you guys so much. Thank so fast. Thank you so much. Guys, you know, there's a thing of we, again, we're just here to talk and you guys listen and share. So you you bring the things we have in our head to life. Yeah, I sense. think that we also said we're going to start reaching out to fans to give the... Um, comments about like yes. the questions and stuff so be in mind or be ready for that for, yeah. for our because <laughs> so what we're planning on doing is basically going because the topics we are doing we love and I feel like like we talk matric pool mm. then you guys all have stories of matric pool so we want you guys to also tell us your stories yeah. and then so we'll do like a um a second episode of the Matric Balls and of the games so that you guys can come Yeah, back. maybe we'll do one like every few months where we get feedback from like everybody and it'll be liquor to do and we'll just randomly decide. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be fun, man. <laughs> this is Farid Davids and this is his story on games. That's what we want yeah. to do. <laughs> Farid I don't know who Davids, is, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, um, yo, otherwise, it's just a three D just came out there. It's such Classic a big move thing. up. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> yep, otherwise, <laughs> um, so to be your back this week with um, clubbing or jawling, whatever you wanna call it, but going to the jaw. The jaw. Uh, I think it's a valuable experience for everybody, whether you like it or not. You have to go to the jaw <laughs> just to go. I don't like it. Or you go there and you go. I I like the. I like having people's sweaty bodies against me sure. and moving my body in a weird way to weird music. And then, yeah. The jaw is, is fun, man. Yo. Born, I had fun in the jaw. Yo. I don't go so much anymore. Um, but um, I had a good time. Yo. But you became a DJ, though. I don't know if it's called the DJ, but DJ Clive has his thing. And um, he plays as well as Taz as well. And um, that's fun, man. Uh, I know well, a lot when of we're DJs. all vaccinated, we're going to have yeah. at our. At our um, Handball at the handball tournament. Okay. Um, the DJ is gonna come. DJ. <laughs> salute, salute. <laughs> um, but um, having said that, we obviously have quite a few people on it. Our guests, our contributors, like we always have. Um, and um, this week we're starting with um, Finn, who's actually our a post producer. Yeah, our producer, but he edits our stuff. Um, and thank you so much to Finn. He's such a sticker stand-up guy. He's a top DJ. And he makes for fuck the music also. He does. He does. Miss um, check him out on music. Spotify and um, yeah, it's just actually a like O as well. Um, no, I'm freak long. Actually, he knows me before I know him because he saw me at a, a bra in Grassy Park <laughs> once and he was young and he saw us soaping and cutting on. So, how much? Yeah. How old is he then? Um, I, I think he's in his mid twenties. Oh, okay. Oh no, then yo, I rem- yo, you must look cool in his eyes then. Nah, probably not. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> you, you know when you see like your your friends, older cousins, or you see your your older cousins' friends, but like older people as a lighter, you go, whatever they do is cool. I don't know what it is they're doing, but being older is cool. As a guy, if you see another older man typing, then you're like, yo, man, bro, or just smoking an like, inch. Yeah. Experienced, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man must know other people, <laughs> yeah. Um, so salute to Finn, and then, um, we also have Hexy Fit Kit, Mr. Hayden Manual. Um, 
mega influencer as well as the fact that I know him freak long actually from when he was on SP actually played soccer with him as well at William Herbert and um, rivals mostly <laughs> um, but also at board <laughs> nah 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 never never and um, yeah he's got some good balls of wisdom um, we've also parted at lots of the same places as well not internationally but <laughs> locally <laughs> um, so very very excited to everyone and the Puma boy Hayden is also the, yeah. the Puma boy that's, that's how I know and love him and the Rian Sudden podcast pia, 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 pia. <laughs> he used to have one with Rolo uh, it was very very cool and um, thank you so much for them to contributing tonight as well as your um, friends as well yeah I've seen that you have in your you pocket know, it's everybody's friends guys <laughs> this is what this podcast is it's like everybody who contributes is a friend I say friends I just mean it the ones that he's gonna announce because <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know what else to say there. we have uh, Jason Goliath a g- comedian and a radio man but just an all around good guy I'll say my joke brasser um You know you, you know those brasses that you meet later in life and then you just go you actually like a bra I remember the first time I saw him it was like um it was at the rugby ad and he was making everybody <laughs> go boss in the stadium and um then he was on the airplane it's just like a liquor oh that you could see at the bra and, and he is that bra though that that bra that yeah. he acts like is actually the bra like we is in the life yeah we, we actually had him on the talk actually remember yes yeah he was very cool Yes, I forgot about that also. Yeah, he came prepared. He was ready that night. Yeah. And then um, we also have uh, a second-time contributor, Lindy uh, <laughs> Johnson, all the way from Paul and I in Johannesburg. Also a, a friend from the timeline that you guys will, you guys might know her. And then we have our final... Co- yeah, we got a lot of people this week. We have Maxine Caesar. Wow. Singer and extraordinaire. And also a legacy was a Richard Caesar. Shoo! Richard Caesar, I say, fuck it, man, the jazz, man, you know, when the jazz fucking play, man, man, Jesus, fucking autumn leaves, I say, <laughs> Sammy fucking Weber, but um, yo, Richard you Caesar. You guys didn't see that now, but Simon fully became DJ Clive, like I saw the whole body change, the face change, the voice, even the way he was holding his cigarette changed. <laughs> but yo, what, what, um, I mean, oh, I must say, so it was Ashford's 50th um, last year, or the year before, fuck, time just flew to England. pandemic what is time and um everybody got together for the club we were at um, Vitaboma Civic and they opened up the dance floor and Ian Smith who's obviously he's uh, well they all um, very accomplished but they're in the, like the band and then Ian Smith opened up the dance floor with a saxophone alone my bro there the man all stick out there Richard I think it was Sammy as well and um, they performed live there for us and you know how the fuck it was my bro talking about beige but I was in panties just on the <laughs> on the DJ on, on the, on the, the guitar I'm just, I'm just joking but it was such a lucky event everybody loves them I've seen them so much perform at like Ashford and various events because they are so quiet I mean Richard is a well, I say Richard Mr. Caesar he's a <laughs> legend he's a legend you know it's also the thing of like a li- there's a magic of a live band Yeah, like a DJ playing don't get me wrong it's fire but the live band I feel like it, the music is almost drummed into you for longer. Yeah. Like, like the, the next day, just when you're doing the dishes, it's it's still yes. in you. <laughs> uh, that, like an Ashford, my video, like, um, I remember, it wasn't um, Richard Seasoning, but there was a band there. But what traditionally happens is that there's a, a, a band that plays and it's like the platter parties or the snack dances Ooh. or the fundraisers that we have. And then the DJ comes afterwards, but this Owens was playing like, I love to track and all this normal, my video. And um, my video, it, it's such a lick experience and I, I miss that. 
so much just going to like uh, snack dances and uh, that stuff is so guys um in in december uh, when everybody is vaccinated we'll be having a, a handball a tournament we uh, DJ Clive will DJ and then we'll have a platter party afterwards. Yeah, okay, yeah, she's making all those fucking plans and <laughs> speak to him, don't speak to me. Um, but yeah, guys, you must come with a platter. And then, um, yeah, so that that's all the contributors we have for the night. At is, yeah. So the first question that we have is, when was the first time you went to a jaw? Yeah. And are you, you? Are you asking I'm me I'm asking now? you now, okay. I'm asking um, basically the first tour I went to was obviously a matinee it really was I um, didn't go before that big, and also I didn't like I was one of those people who went in standard 6 or standard 7 yeah. or grade 8 and grade 9 <laughs> 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 to wrap my I brain, feel like yeah. people that call them grades is not listening to the show <laughs> now <laughs> and um, basically it was going to Dockside as well as Vibe those were my first two clubbing experiences. So Vibe Matinees and Dockside Matinees was where I started out. Yeah, but the and Vibe Matinees is a while ago already. The Vibe Matinees, the line was the most fucking daunting thing as somebody who's underage firstly at 15 <laughs> years old and also got a bottle of Zappa on you. Because <laughs> what we used to do is we used to go to the Smoky before and then we'll go buy two Zappas and a Connoisseur. We, we buy this specifically and purely because we don't have money for Chaser. We got money to go in and we have money for Dope. And we want to get in our puss. That's just the plan <laughs> because we're at this jaw. We want to get in our chops and we want to chase if it was, if it was possible. <laughs> um, I like that. It was like third or fourth on the on the list of things that must happen today. Look, the Maybe first thing is that you must have a liquor down with your brasa first because yes. um, there's going to be someone who you must carry around and it's better for you guys to love <laughs> together so you can support each other. Um, but um, we used to buy it purely because we didn't have money for chasers. So we used to go in, take our zappers and take a connoisseur. But also we used to take a drinker pop. And the drinker pop was we asked for a jug of water and you mix the cola drinker pop and then you can have that with your connoisseur. And um, to kind of see mostly, but also Burton, because it was the cheapest brandies to buy for us to to consume. Um, but yeah, you, you fully came with like because it it sounds like you guys worked it out. Like you knew what the ratio was and who yeah. to carry what and who who had bigger pockets, whose jacket was there was space and now how I, much water we you, need. You don't need even to need to. You have to walk in with your bottle because they will just check that it's closed still. Oh. So you could bring your bottle into the oh, matinee at that okay. point. I mean, there's no jaws that exist like that anymore. <laughs> and, such a um, wild time. And, and and standing in the line. So everybody gives their money before the time. So you make your purchases and all your alcohols together. And if you don't get in, then you're not going to save worth. You must find another way at home also. But I'm sure we're going to talk about travel and logistics just now. <laughs> but my brother, you're lambing in that line. And I used to pop my brother. I remember. I'm going to tell you this one memory. It's small while we this O is lambing in the line, but now they search him liquor. They find a, a packet of Oreos in his pocket. <laughs> and um, they, I said, um, what is this for? And he said, as my mommy said, it's in case I get hungry. <laughs> so he, he had to eat his Oreos and then he did get to go in there. I remember that. Do, do I have memories of friends getting gated? Then they go to the back of the line and oh, they change their jacket or yes. put the jacket on their waist. But I mean, it was just a... It was fun, but I used to get in because I had this this beautiful thin mustache <laughs> that made me, that made me look eighteen. <laughs> it definitely made me look eighteen. Look, if I was also, buying top, then we, I looked eighteen. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I, actually, but I don't believe go, that. Did the bouncers know? Because I'm pretty sure. Because I can see the difference between a sixteen year old and an eighteen year old like boys. Maybe it doesn't even matter. We were under eighteen. <laughs> that's also true. But I just go. That mustache wasn't fooling. I'm sure the bouncers knew, and the bouncers were like, you know what? 
Later, look, it was a long time ago. Things have obviously That's changed. That's also very true. Very much more drastically. And it was the wild, wild west back then. A little <laughs> bit, I guess. I, my first time was, I w- there was a friend I used to go to like on the weekends. And anyway, one day I went to him, but he didn't tell me. He's just like, oh, we're going to Cavendish Square. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go with. I also was, I like in retrospect, I was very uncool. Like I didn't even dress cool. He was, they were like, oh no, we wear Jordans and Hooters. I was just like... I will yeah. take his. <laughs> As Yasin says, in his oversized jersey that I think somebody knitted for him. My mom knitted me this, and yeah. it's amazing, guys. It's like a hug. Anyway, so we go to it's Cavendish. Like a chessboard. <laughs> so we go to Cavendish. Then they're like, oh no, we're going over the road. Okay, I've never been here. Oh, we're going to go play games. Then I thought we're going downstairs. <coughs> no, we're going to Funky Lemon. Oh. Okay. Then I was like, what, what, what is this? But I, I must be cool because I'm with the cool friends. Going was to, it nighttime? No, it was a daytime matinee, right? So it's the first time I see what a club looks like inside. There's a strobe. In my mind, I'm going, are we in Blade? This looks like Blade. The only <laughs> other time I've seen a strobe is in Blade. Then I was like, oh no, this thing was wild. Anyway, yeah. that was like my first, first time. And I don't think I was really vice, like of what the room was. But my, I'll say my first established time that I knew what the thing was, was Darkside. Darkside matinees was like... The ultimate yeah. thing. Yeah, we used to rave. Like I used to honestly do all the things. Like I have a playlist on um on YouTube of my top ten favorite Darkside playlist. It has so many views, and people have commented on it because they also identify with it. And it's cackleka to to think that there is people with multiple lights just loving it, sitting there and listening to a rave. And I enjoy that because it's, it's just making baby formula and listening to Sandstorm. But I mean, we all at our stages. I mean, even if you think about like acid house no, and when that came across that is that was like progressive that is your parents saying you listen to the, the devil music <laughs> and it was like what the late 80s and stuff and towards the 90s and um, now, yeah but, the, but uh, yo with that said the dark side was it was wild it was probably crazy times because when I remember walking inside and going it feels like we're in a tank because it was around still also and oh. then also like the foam parties that they used to oh foam parties yeah. was such a Weird experience to have. I learned very fast at the phone parties. <laughs> just that, okay, it's day look now, but also you get very wet, and then I used to avoid it sometimes when I don't lust to be. But then some brasses lamin, they can't go wet. But it was fun initially, but then I was like, gets, nah, you, I'm not gonna lamin on phone this time. You must be the only like. A, a few hours, and then you must go home. Also, because I made the mistake of wearing a new jeans and new white tackies. And then coming then home, like blue. And then coming home and seeing a blue stain in my shoes and it broke my heart. And then yeah. my mom was just like, yeah, it's your own doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it happened to me also in my white Levi one, But not the nice one. My dad took me to Big Owl. You know, when they, they, they snip <laughs> off the Levi choppy. That one. Uh, only because I'm, I can't wear nice things or get nice things because I'm growing. Fuck <laughs> that. Can I feel your toe? Let me feel your toe. You know when, yeah. they, when they buy your shoes and they press the, and they look for that cap? Yeah. This is your toe. Is it, move your toe. Move your toe. Can it move? Okay. It's <laughs> to um, so yeah, so then we asked... Your feet is still growing, it looks like. He's a god patatrapper. Anyway, so we asked our contributors there, first time at the jaw. Okay, so my first jaw or club experience um, was quite a unique experience, mainly because I was very much underage. I mean, I just started high school, I think grade 8 to grade 9, so this is like 2009, 2010 side. Um, yeah, so 
I was very much underage and at the time, at first, it was hard for us to get into the club. Um, myself and another friend of mine was also part of the act. But um, we eventually got in because we had to explain to them that we're performing and without us we can't perform. So yeah, we got in, had a crazy night, stayed the whole night, eventually got home like past three, got scolded out like crazy and had the worst hangover in class, um, almost falling asleep in class. Um, yeah, crazy time, crazy time. I did enjoy it nonetheless. Sure. So, okay, I understand why Finn got gated because if you haven't met Finn, he's quite small. He's quite a. He's not the tallest man. So, and he's very scrawl, also very like um, thin. And um, I can imagine that he looked very underage. And yeah, I think that would be a reason why he wouldn't have gotten in. But having said that, now for this man to have been gated, to want to get into the jaw so badly that they came up and to each other and they said, "You know what we must do, my bro? We say that we fucking performing tonight." That's what we say we fucking do. Yeah, my bro. We performed when I seen that. Once for perform, once, yeah. And my bro, then they came up to the bouncer and the bouncer sicker said, oh, that's fucking no one's shame. Remember, let them in. <laughs> the bouncers knew. I'm sure the bouncers knew. Also, the way <laughs> to go, like to walk back and have a conversation, it's almost like three ninja kids vibes. <laughs> You're like, oh no, you sit on my shoulders and then we're just going to say we are adult and walk in. But, but the, okay, wait, I have another question. What you didn't say it's age, you said it's like grade eight or something I think like that. Like like and then yo, my bro, where is he performing? And what and he's coming home on three o'clock if I'm on a school night. He, his brother must have been dancing somewhere or something. <laughs> and he said he's with him and but it was some cock. Finn needs to now go speak to his parents and ask them, What did you believe? What did you believe I was doing that night that on a school night I was just out performing? Yeah. <laughs> Question will be That's crazy. Yes, Aiden. Yo, what was my first job? Um, I think my first job, like many southern suburbs babies, was at the uh, community chess carnival, 1999. That's grade eight. I can remember my age. I don't care. Um, but I'm not sure if it was Wild Side or if it was Flavor that year. But the community chest, you know, the, the matinee rave tent for the youth, that was my first jewel jewel. Yes, sir. Um, I'm just going to obviously side. confirm what he said. It is flavor. Well, it was flavor. And the community chest used to be a liquor. Go there with mommy. Get that round Russian cushion thing. You know what I'm talking about with the, the powdered... Um, um, powdered candy, found the sugar yes, on yes, it, yes, yes, and it's so yes. crispy. Mm. And after that, you go with your brasser, like your mommy didn't go home, or you come there alone, like on a different time with your brasser, but you go into flavor, and flavor's white tent. It's like that, that, that big white tent that you go to events at, that's like stuff there, but it's just light. It's inside there. tent also. Yeah, it's a <laughs> thick plastic. Now you're inside there, now they're just drinking and pumping the rave, my bro, and it's just underage money. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's inside there, it is cackot. And secondly, the sweat is tapping off the ceiling and Mensa is making cringe because everybody's moaxing this Mensa lumming against the side with their white gloves cake dinner man for the battle and they, I remember one day my friend Lyle who lives in Australia 
he battled this man and then um, he lost. You just know when you lose, like it was like ah. But it also depends on actually how much people's hyping you up in the That's background. That's also true. You can be you can be winner. low, but if your brother hype you, you win. So all this, they were like, nah, salute to beat me and stuff like that. Like, it was like a push a big thing, you know what I mean? It's nothing. Raving fireballs and like. Um, but that was before Dragon Ball Z. Also, that was like fireballs uh, from. Maybe it's fireballs from Street Fighter, <laughs> not Kamehameha's. But it was such an intense time to be like in the club, also with a glisscoper. Yeah, you know when when people used to put uh, boys used to put like gliss glisserin sopas into the air so to stand up straight. I tried it, no? but then I got for air because. It takes cack long actually to do it. I figured it out and I didn't um, do it eventually. I just went with the small spikes. Easy. You I, know, spikes did, was the way. I didn't have the, the hair that could do that. I just I had like waves and curls, which was very awkward or so. Yeah, but it, a very, very, very popular punk element, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> with the slums of lighties. <laughs> and then I think I went to community just once, Yo, twice. Everyone was such a major because, thing. So we, what was the one in, was that Wildside that was at um, Claremont Civic Center? What was that? Claremont Civic Center? Claremont Civic Center used to have like a Friday night show also for lighties. I used to be in local, my bro. I was in the south, in the retreat steam. But we was wild side. That side. We was wild side. Wild side was also a club, wasn't it? I was never there. I, I can't confirm no in that, but you obviously know. I think I went there with my sister, Rishka, if you're listening, let us know. What's it yeah. sound? And I mean, um, that... Um, Is it your machine? Maybe. The fan. Oh, okay. Um... Then basically, yeah, you just threw me on fucking track. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, the other thing is when I, when I listen to the press talk on you, then you can That's hear... That's cars the, going past if you heard that now. You can hear the people thinking and having like proper throwbacks in the head. Uh, here's Jason. My first draw was matinee sessions. Uh, those sessions used to jump from one o'clock to six o'clock. Uh, used to happen in Joburg CBD at a place called Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace uh, was the little club that happened just after Rippingtons. Never got to go to Rippingtons, best name ever. And uh, all I know is there was some mixtape going around with a guy from the DJ from Rippingtons making a song. Oh, Rippingtons, take a year. Obviously, because Rippingtons was closed. Um, but Crystal Palace was great. Two level, daytime jaw, but when you're inside, it smelled like two o'clock in the morning. Um, I think they only sold Black Label. Um, and we only would listen to Robin S. That's it. Show me love and Black Label, which basically means the same thing. Yeah. Show me love. <laughs> Um, I have this um, obviously this 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 vivid memories of my siblings who are obviously older than me. I was the last Lamek in the family. Um, Southern Malcolm and obviously looking for the comps and stuff. Um, but they used to just have comps also because they used to like go to like Browns and West End and um, obviously like the club and all those places back then. But I think that they used to go to West End, etc. And like um, they just do like start in their night with jazzing and. Um, obviously there was other places that they used to go for for their matinees but matinees was such a a big factor for them completely and for my older cousins who used to go with bus and stuff to West End before who was like just a bit way older than me so my sisters also the, I actually it's weird now we actually all of us used to go clubbing 
surprise. It's just weird. But also, my parents used to take us. So that was the other thing where it was like a, I'll say, control thing. Then um, my sister used to go to like Space Odyssey, mm. like that time, and um, not Galaxy, what the space, the space, yeah, and some other places on all on. I'll say is um, what you call it side. But Jason was saying that they were selling dope at the matinee. Yeah, so I mean, but you just heard it. I went to Vibe, which was years later after my siblings stopped going to matinees, where they also saped. <laughs> so it's not to say anything other than the fact that we've been saping. <laughs> and matinees was just a, an environment where we could sape in a, in a protected place where we could be <laughs> there, saping not by a friend's house, listening to a thing, but rather celebrating ourselves <laughs> and with music. Etc. <laughs> also, show me love is a still an anthem. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it's it's on the same level as Sister Batina. You can play it in any club. It's you can if you're in South Africa, it's gonna get you get the dance look going dim, for dim, sure. Dim, 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 dim. When you hear that, then you go, okay, I'm home and I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like lots of old school songs would be there, but at that time it was just school. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, the second question we asked was, what is it? The old was your your favorite uh, uh, favorite uh, favorite club? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, favorite club. So my favorite club, um, oof, like I've been to some crazy clubs around the world. Like I've partied. Obviously, Cape Town is lit. I've I mean, like. Uh, my, my favorite club experience in South Africa would be like the Joba clubs. Um, and in later in life, like like Coco, because like, I mean, you got all the, I mean, make, make good money, popping bottles. The best is like when you had Coco, whatever, and there's rappers in the building, whatever. And we just like, there's a bottle will start, you know what I mean? We have the most champagne. You know what I'm saying? We was doing the dumbest shit, pouring the stuff out. But that's just fun. But also, like I've 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 um I've been around the world, so like I've been to clubs. Like Germany's always a big vibe. Berlin's always a big vibe. Um, Barcelona's a vibe. Tokyo's also a vibe. Like each Dubai, yeah, obviously Dubai go crazy. The man's um, been like, traveling. Every every city is like has a different energy, you know. But it's always love and it's always fun. But the truth is, I'm not that big of a clubber. I see, like I said earlier, I get super, I got super grumpy in old age, so I just want to stay in the house. But yeah. No, you see, that was unnecessary flex. Now yeah. we were just like a club. A club is here down the road from your house. Now this man's talking about Barcelona. <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, it's like it's so cool to to, to experience all this stuff. Like, um, if, after I've traveled a little. But I've never really gone jawling. Oh, also, yeah. just because you get to go for a small day trip, but you also want to be with your brass. But your brass is not with you, man. So it feels <laughs> weird. But, no, but shout out also, it's more that he goes that he goes to club around the world. It's a it's a big deal in the light. He's gonna move. The the other thing is, um, he's talking about bottles in the jaw. Now, when we were at the club, now we used to hate the man who was lambing with bottles in the jaw because they were older than us, That's and we couldn't afford bottles, That's so true. we we carbol. And we drink before pre-gaming and carboarding, which is very, very much fucking vital. And um, then inside Wait, the jewel... Wait, he's playing carbor. You're sleeping in the car, either on the way to the jewel or at the jewel, you have a bottle with you. In the boot. Is that the one that you sleep in the boot? Yeah, in the river. But passenger side normally, so you're normally skunks. Um, 
But um, we used to hate the manner with Passos and Joe because they always look cool. And then like, they just feel like, ah, why am I said do that? They're going to get all the kindness. But growing up a bit now, and then when we started getting earning money from our jobs, we realized that if you buy a bottle in the jewel, it's cheaper than buying dobs by the bar the whole time. So it's actually, they were just being cost effective. So <laughs> I apologize for all that fucking hate. And I thought that you were just trying to chase all the girls in the club, okay? Which you probably were. <laughs> but also, they could afford it. So, I mean, they had to look the part or so. <laughs> Yo, we have Jason with his favorite club. I think everybody's favorite jaw should be the one that they first fight to legally. The one where they were proud to show their ID. The one where they didn't have to stand behind their friend that had uh, hairy lips. That are prize for the guys as well. Um, and that was called HQ's headquarters. It was in Bears Valley around the corner from Ellis Park. Um, and it was the type of club where you would see the most magnificent things. And also, if somebody doesn't get stabbed, something's wrong. Know the type of place that they say, uh, yeah, one must die, two must go to the hospital. HQs, the headquarters, are just to be a jump of epic proportions. They say someone must die. Yeah. <laughs> two people must get stabbed and one person must die, then you know it was a good night. Yo, um, it's a lot to think about there. <laughs> oh my God. I've been to Zola with the rolls before and sometimes it just goes crazy. Seen some mad stuff in the Joel as well with the ones who just duck the table. Oh man, so just come out and it's like, mmm, stretch the legs, smack to roll in the Joel tonight, we're going to kick in the boots. You know what I mean? Like this, sometimes you've seen people who's repeat offenders fighting. <laughs> that was also funny. There was a time we used to go to Atmosphere Probably like nearly every week. But you know those... No, I used to be there also. I used to love atmosphere. <laughs> There's a time I think if you do go to the Joel that you go to the same Joel probably for like a few months. Like there's, It's a season yeah. that you become a regular and you see the regulars and it becomes head nods then it becomes greedy. I remember when now atmosphere opened and it was like so stressful to get in because you had to have your like a chino and a shirt and then or a collared shirt and um, oh. nice shoe. We're going to get to and the, we're gonna get to the outfits later. Eventually, this is gone and anybody could come in and whatever. Remember? Yes. It no, was but, liquor. But the thing is where the guys used to fight and then after a few weeks you go, no, but you were fighting last week also Mm-mm. and the week before. No, you just you just a problem child now. But also when the minor wait outside, so they fight, get cured up, and now they wait outside. Then I'm just like, now the whole club is empty because we're all going to go see who's going to fight yeah. in the three-way stuff with atmosphere. We, we used to, at, at like Ashford, we used to have lots of also Jola because they've been used to hire it out, but then they used to like try to earn money from the party. Yeah. So then as DJs just come and obviously... Everybody from different areas is sticking at me and saying, Bakke, she's pulling up now, my bro. So there used to be this man, I'm not going to say his name because maybe he's listening, but we remember his name clearly. And it used to be fun in the beginning. We said, like, my bro, this man is rolling outside. His top is off. And then you just see the men's rolling. And then it started happening. Then eventually, by like the 13th fight, the next five months down, we're like, oh, my bro, you wouldn't believe so-and-so's fighting outside again. I'm like, oh, again, okay. <laughs> then we just keep on dancing. So because we're like, this man here needs to stop fucking fighting. Also, when you see a fight in the jaw, you're just like, I spent my money to be here. I don't need to like miss. I don't want to miss this moment here. Uh, you guys fight, enjoy your fight. I don't. 
I want to see what else they want to see. And it's, there's a time where you just go, go fight. I'm going to be here and enjoy this thing. Yeah. It's got kind of fight, but it's also like near you or near you and your oh. girlfriend. And you must be like there and like, ah, I mean, bro, can't we just walk away from this place right now? And then we come back just now or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Because or, there's too much stuff is happening. Or if you get, if you, <laughs> if you get knocked like too hard, then you can't just stand there now. You must, oh, I must go home now. <laughs> now you're just like, I wasn't part of the fight, but it killed my vibe. And I'm not going to be liquor here. <laughs> <laughs> they can't pull you out of the man, bro. Gavin's fighting. We must go now. Go where? <laughs> Gavin's fighting. I'm sleeping. Gavin can match. <laughs> Yo, that can pull them inside and say like someone's just fighting. Me, but fuck that, man. Yo. <laughs> Those are the worst. <laughs> yeah, no, you brought such, such a memory. Uh, yo, we have Lindy. My favorite jewel. I don't know if I have a favorite jewel. I think I really like Lysanta in Melville. It doesn't really count as a jewel. It's quite chilled. But that's like most of the places in Joburg, your restaurant, and then people are just twerking over your chicken wings. So it was a jewel. Um, in Cape Town, my favorite is the waiting room. I had one really great night there, and that was my first and last time there because... <laughs> those it's stairs, are you, are you just, <laughs> I can barely walk up, up those when I'm sober. Now you want me to do it after I've been drinking and making heavy eye contact with cute boys. I mean, not to get too sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, at the waiting room, beautiful music. Like, it's so just like the DJs and stuff, props to everybody who plays here because it's such a vibe, like culturally, it feels like. But maybe it's just too hot in there. It, no, but so here's the thing. Waiting room, if you've never been, it looks like it looks like a Pharrell music video. <laughs> yeah. But smaller. Yeah, and just like a, you can when you walk, it's not a breeze that hits your face, it's breath. Yeah. It's always sweet and it's always yeah. It was fun times, it was good. Yeah, I had good times there. But yeah, that stairs was a damn problem. Yes. Any club with this with stairs, like um who was some we're talking about dark side also. Any club with stairs, I think it's it's a trap. They want people to balance because you know the girls are coming there with uh, high oh, heels. Didn't you also feel like that at the deluxe as well, just walking up there like you sure. had a part open, now you go downstairs, but and then you come back in again. Not, not even I can, me, who didn't drink. <laughs> I'm just like, I still just don't like stairs because I go, it's wasting my energy. Just give me a flat surface. Also, stays in the dark. This is the other thing. Um, the last yes. that also, where you just see random people falling. <laughs> and you go, why? Then you go, oh, there's a step. No one saw the step. And nah, they, they were feeling the music. <laughs> <laughs> the lax is crazy in the means of all the music. They're playing that bongo drums and stuff oh, in there. Yes. Totally. Yeah, so it's, so it's fun. It's a great club. Oh, was, I'm also having a moment here. Years. Um, so then the next one, the question we had was, how did they get to the jewel? Yeah. Yeah. How did they get to the jewel? And uh, yes, I didn't. So uh, I'm speaking about like the matinees and the underage stuff. Like, well, we always like somebody's mom always took us, or like um, if it was dark side, like my friend's mom had a bucky, and we all just meet there like after soccer, and just get on the back of a bucky, like twelve of us, and just on the M5, no canopy, just going. And I remember. Like, one of the craziest moments is, like, my first ever, like, phone party. Like, I didn't know what the hell a phone party was. So we all went to the jaw. Uh, got, got, like, 
soaked in the foam because we're like we think the foam is foam like you don't know like that stuff is gonna dissolve into liquid onto your clothes mm. so we're going a bush and now we must get in the bucky back home from Century City to like the south and we're all soaking wet or at least I was and the next day I got so sick but it was worth it and then as we got older like when we like fasted and stuff like everybody had cars and stuff so Oh, one, one friend now crew had a, a old school caravel, so we just operated to that thing. Or like somebody would steal their mommy's car for the night, and just say we're going to a paraikanti. Just before we plan to that, I just want to say, Yasin, what was your favorite club? Yo, that's actually a difficult question. My favorite club, I, uh, yo. The thing is, ah, yeah, Dockside, I think Dockside had like the greatest memories of, of like, it was new experiences. Like after that, you, I almost understood what clubs was. Yeah. But Dockside was, it also exposed me to like music, like liquor music. It's like out of, it was out of the radio music. But where were you? Were you in the raving or were you downstairs? I was downstairs. No, no, I was by the raving. Then only after the first couple of months, I, I realized, oh shit, there's music downstairs also. Yeah. Then I went, then I was like, oh, this is... R&B and hip-hop? Uh-huh. What? I, I don't hear this music from my mommy's radio. Then you started listening to those things and I think that's really, yeah, 90s R&B was, was the vibe in that space. And you? I was always upstairs at the rave. I was never downstairs at um, the R&B section at all. I was in always the, at the rave. But were you on the stage raving or were you in the middle raving? I was in the middle raving. I never ever wanted to get up on the stage. I was on the, the battles. Stage. Nah. I was on the stage. No, it was just like, no, no, not not on display there. I, I couldn't. Oh no, I'm talking about like in front of the DJ booth. We used to have the battles. Yeah. So that like, are you talking about dancing on the stage? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We were up there dancing. Okay. <laughs> but I'm talking about that stage battle area. Um, yo, um, obviously I have a few favorite clubs, and it's really tough because atmosphere is up there for me. Yeah. The Galaxy, which is one actually, of the yes, Gala, Gala's actually sorry, Gala is on my favorites. Yeah. There, there was a time where Rishka and I used to go a lot. Like it used to be, we'd go out as like on a separate uh, on our, with our own brasser. Then we'd come home. We'd say like twelve o'clock from the friends. Then I go, yo, are you asleep? And she's like, nah, come, we go. We take the car and then we go down the road, spend like an hour or two and then come home again. That's crazy. The Galaxy used to be fun, obviously. Lego to go to. We have, have lots of memories here with my friends there, just like obviously siping and chasing and obviously just dancing and having a liquor grand gallivanting the gallivanting <laughs> you know obviously in the cowboy seeing Andy in his white suit up there making announcements like stop talking over the song my bro <laughs> but then also besides DJs that DJs loves DJ, DJ like not DJs the MCs they waited for like just before the break then yeah. they're like hey guys you guys having a good time ladies yeah. make some noise and you're like bro I just yeah. wanna dance now you're giving out speeches <laughs> Can the Crescida move, please? C eight two three. Uncle, leave me alone. <laughs> but also, um, Gala, Gala was I don't know. Like I got there late. I'll say late in my in my career of the clubs. But it had firstly the best music, but also for the whole of Saturday afternoon, from the morning and afternoon, I was deaf. 
Oh yeah, it's pretty loud. But dark side was louder for me. My mommy still says my my um, hearing loss is dark side's fault. <laughs> but um, I, I lost my first pair of speaks that I got at dark side. Oh also. my god! <laughs> my mommy phoned the place. Oh, <laughs> they found it. They found it, and then I went to go feature it on the Monday. I think the Monday or the Tuesday I went to go feature. Nice. It, so. <laughs> um, but besides that, obviously, vibe was amazing for me. I don't know why vibe was amazing for me. Um, it was one of those last times, like. We, me and my brother was together before that, that, um, the lot of the girlfriend thing cause mm. such separating. We were at our fullest force then where everybody was together before like wives and kids and all that stuff because the more you Texas. party longer, your your group gets smaller and smaller. That is so true. And, and sad like, and sad. At one point they just go, yeah, we two brasa, we can't be just two brasa. <laughs> no, just, we, I used to go with my best brother. We just go away alone. We will find means there because we've been partying <laughs> for so long that it's still like... But um, five used to like this one brother Garth Lamb used to go with an imaginary ball and Zulu like dun, 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 dun. and then goes dun, dun, dun. but then he used to go with the imaginary ball as the ball goes and then like blah blah as soon as that song comes on maybe you, you can be drooling with someone you can be talking to another bra or something and as soon as that comes around and people hear that sound we all fang each other on the on the on the <laughs> middle of the dance and goes ah ah ben ben thanks, sure thanks. Well, but also um sorry. On the list was Chrome. Chrome also had a good run. Uh, I wasn't at Chrome so much. Chrome was a space which I, again. I, I was party, very local. I used to party with Rishka again. So yeah, we, even Rishka was going like even one six nine. I used to just go like, oh, she's going. Yeah, we. That's a, yeah. She is the yeah. only reason I used to go. Party. And and then obviously um, as well, Bomuda, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> That's one of those clubs. The first times we. They know us as we come in and they say, oh, my oh, word, the regulars. Nice. And it used to be like, we used to didn't have money. So we used to call, well, but we used to buy champagne in the jewel because it was 50 rand for a JC. Then we get like like four or five glasses out of that and obviously so much sugar and you're just like <laughs> having a good time, but you're duck or so. <laughs> But there's so much liquor ones. But yeah, back to um, like the traveling and stuff. Obviously, Hayden um, expressed how he used to travel. How did you used to get to the so, jeweler? So my my parents were always they've always been yeah we'll drop you we'll that's nice so because I also added a little because my, my parents were like we'll rather know where you are so we'll take you to the jewel so my mom used to drop us at Dockside stairs then the bouncer would let us <laughs> guys move they, they don't stand in the line their mom is watching because my mom would stand there and then they'd be like my mom would wait till we get inside and then that would be the move then the bouncer would let us skip the line we have the exact opposite stories <laughs> of getting to Dockside also because we used to see the light like my mom used to see the children go to Canal Walk say they were their friends and then they ran over to Dockside so my parents were just like yo we know where you are we're gonna fetch you and that was the thing yeah and then I think when there was one time my, we, my parents couldn't take us, then Dishka was like, oh, no, my friend will take us. We must wait for them in Krumbum Road. Then we had to walk probably like 15 minutes. We two lighties walking through the area. And then we're just standing. And then the bra pulls up in a bucky at Datsun. You know those wide Datsuns? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what, what's it called anyway. Then we just got in there and it was like, there was still like tools in the bucky also and like other children that we never knew yeah. got went there. And then when they dropped us at home, also because now we must, must wait for the brother. The party ends, now we must wait for the brother. 
Uh-huh. To Sulfitcha. So now we're just standing outside. Cold. In the cold. I used to do that one. The first thing she said, where we, you know, parents used to drop us at the canal yeah, yeah. to watch a movie, but then they come back and then we soap nut. <laughs> and we're talking about different stuff and we're talking freak loud because obviously we just, we are still enthralled by this funk music and we are hyped. And um, obviously we, our ears are, but in its chops. So now we are talking loud. And like, yeah, the movie was loud. Spider-Man, my brother, mommy. <laughs> Um, but also, after soccer on Saturdays, we used to actually get the taxis. So we used to, I'm not talking about the normal taxis, talking about the sound taxis. Talking about like disturbance to the extreme, um, fantasy, um, dragon. Um, so we used to get that and we used to go through to the jawler, to, to dark side in those taxis. And it used to be crazy fun to pull up there. And then you're like, obviously not at the front, but they just drop us here and they fetch us afterwards as well. And I mean, it was kind of to go through like that because you're in a buzz. That's liquor. And oh, the music is clopping, my brother. <laughs> Fiesta. <laughs> then, um, what do we have? And then no, Jason. Uh, well, to matinee sessions, I used to use the train. And uh, no, we did this one now. Sorry, we no, we didn't do Jason with the train, did we? Yes. Then he said they went to Edgar's, isn't it? Isn't uh, well, oh. to matinee sessions, I used to use the train and uh, get off at Park Station in Joburg, walk past Edgar's, pop into Red Square to use the free testers so that you smell like you got money and that you didn't come in a train uh, to the club. Uh, and then from the age of 17, all my bras were old and I had a learner's license. And uh, for some reason, my mother trusted me. So we would all climb in my mother's Corolla uh, and go to the door. I was the coolest 17-year-old. I also think my mother just did it because she knew I was overweight and I needed kind of the help with popularity and the ladies. Uh, I always knew that my charm was going to be enough. Um, but I'm not going to lie, my mother also wasn't wrong. Who knew? You want a Mac? Your mama knows. Your mama knows. <laughs> um, like with the Matthews and stuff, so obviously my brother is a bit older and stuff, <laughs> and um, my cousin as well. I'm not going to name names, didn't ask them, but um, they used to take the train when they used to go to um, the Jola as well. Then they used to have to walk along the railway lines as well, which I also did once when I never left home from the Jola, uh, from Vibe, I think. I think they also did it from Vibe, but a different Vibe. There was obviously like <laughs> several Vibes that existed. Not at the same time. But, um, yeah, they used to face how they used to take train and stuff to the jaw. Yeah, with a liquor top of them on the train, going there, liquor cheese. And um, used to get it off on the trains because a lot of people were doing it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, it must have been a liquor time. was just to experience it. Yeah, everybody just moving in the same direction. In my mind, it feels like it, it could have been like the World Cup. <laughs> you know, when yeah. everybody's moving towards the, the stadium. When I wait for the men to come back, then it's a raffle. But Jason was saying also when you got the car, then as soon as your brother takes you to the club, you must make sure he's single because if you have a girlfriend, he's going to leave earlier than everybody else. Now you must either leave with him that's going to be like an hour, like 10 o'clock, you must go home already. <laughs> yeah, like look here, like I remember, like obviously you having a little time, but if so, if your girlfriend's not having a little time, then, then it's like, mm. I want to leave now and then you must wait your brass and they're like, nah, it's fine, I'll get a lift home with someone else <laughs> and then shame. It's cack. <laughs> but you know what? It happens. <laughs> it has happened before, yes. <laughs> Everybody's been on that side. <laughs> um, here's Maxine. My parents were very overprotective, and this is common in a lot of brown houses. 
and so they would dock me everywhere I had to be. Uh, there was also a rule that I was not allowed to ride alone cars with boys. <laughs> I don't even know what has changed. Has it changed? That's the question. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. So, yeah, no fun story. It was always just my parents and even the metric pool after party. She's like you, your parents also trouble for the joy as in. Shout out to the responsible parents. <laughs> Look, not to say that my two opi didn't do that for me because maybe we used to also take us with a bucket and we used to go to the school jola and um, like if it was high school. Then we all on the back of the bucket. My two opi had like a V6 double gap at the time. Then we, we used to call it the beast and, and um, we used to drop us and fetch us like here yeah, at two o'clock. And my sister, I remember she was upset. She's like, oh. Father never dropped me anywhere, <laughs> and why did you get this? I said, yeah, it's "Why did you get the sixteenth century?" <laughs> now nah, she's just the eldest, and obviously they moved differently then. No, but that's the thing. Like I'm the baby. Then my sisters always go like, "Oh no, I got it easy with a with a parents." But I also just feel like it's different parents. Like you know what I mean? Like the, the they worn down. Yeah. <laughs> So shout out to all the uh, siblings who were. I have got the only one thing that my that would have fetched me unless my mom would have said, please make sure the children is home safe because <laughs> I know that she was more um, worried than anything else that would happen. But at the same time, we need to grow up and we need to experience these things. Mm-hmm. I was shouted for very fucking long now. <laughs> I feel like this podcast is also us giving a, whole, a lot of our lives away also. <laughs> yeah. Um, who do we have next? So question number four was... What is your favorite outfit to the job? Oh, now we're talking the outfits. The outfits was the wave. So, we always like, I, I used to wear a lot of Timberland boots. Like, that was my thing. Timberlands, Timberlands, Air Force Ones, Jordans, and, and Air Maxes. But like, there was a specific kind of denim I had. Like, not many people had this denim. It was called um, Boys of London. It was a brand. They sold it at third base. Do you remember third base, boys? Yo! <laughs> third base. And then also, like, I used to have, I used to like diesel denim. And then obviously, obviously, you can't be a colored lady in the show out of Billabong T-shirt. Billabong cooks over her British. That was the way it yep, was. Yep, yep, yep. But you know, like, I still have some of those scenes today. Uh, it's just like, that was my favorite part of the show. Like, yeah, I get let whatever I say, but I used to like prepping. That was my thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and my fuckers knew, ah, this boy's the one. That was my thing. Just quiet, but I had the outfits. But the video, he's, he's got a, a point there, but... He's still the brother. The like, he's still the brother. The quicksilver's in the billabongs. In, in the yes. real world, he's still the ikkikito, brah. So but the, you're right, the Bullabong and Quicksilver was... They had us a grip on us. Yo! <laughs> they even named Bullabong on the... Uh, was it Bullabong on the Gulls or so? They, was, they were that big of a brand at one point also. That's crazy. But the... Um, yeah, then there was... Who else is there? But also... There was, I feel like there was different sides of like... Like outfit. Because there was the Shibaiga boys. 
Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that. I remember after that I went in the era, used to drag like that because it was, I don't know if it was, that they wanted, it was more like the hum. And then there was a lot of that around it because that's where I started wearing it. Was my, my hum, a bitch of friends, was wearing it. So I, I got my daddy's Pringle jersey, at least diamond jersey. Ooh. And I, um, my mommy didn't actually want to buy me um, Dakotas. Not so Vegas, because Vegas obviously way too expensive. So she bought me a Rhinos, <laughs> which is not even <laughs> like that. So I used to drive that and I used to look cack. But um, Hayden had a lot of shoes. Maybe. Ah, you know what I used to have? Whatever shoes my mommy could get on account, the Edgars. <laughs> that's what I used to wear. I used to yuck to see at one point because you could buy it at Fushu. Uh, on, so on credit cards so basically I had an account yeah. so I used to wear Stussy and Stussy is quite brand eh? Stussy was fire but only the, the one branch used to have it so I used to feel very cool about it that was like my, my coolest thing mm-hmm. I think at, in the club Yeah, but, but that was also like younger club the, the older club was a different story also the denims is a very big thing as well the cut like what did you, what jeans did you wear like yo I think I had a jeans from YDE Oh, okay. Like a trigger or triple seven yeah, productions. Yeah, a trigger. Yeah. Because well, they must have the 75 rand sale, man. Were, that's what those jeans were cool, eh? Ooh, such an odd cut. The wide, yeah. weird I don't know, I enjoyed it. But I mean, I started obviously as a lot of us start, which was Levi's. Levi's was the first denim that I had. And I, I always wanted a Pepe Dangri, but I never ever got it. I did buy me uh, Pepe jeans now, late on in life, Fire. just for the, the memories. But I always wanted one. I always used to hate the ladies who had the Pepe Dangri. Because, because you see I that brown patch in front and you're like, nah. The purple patch or the blue one, maybe mm. no, the brown, I'll tell <laughs> But... Um, but yeah, so when, when we figured out why they had cheap clothes, then we were like, no, nah, we'll just wait the season out and no buy. But some stuff was expensive there, I'm not going to lie. expensive. Why was very cool. I, I remember I took my mom to Diesel one, and she said, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Never ever got Diesel in my whole life. And the ladies used to wait. I don't know, do you know Destroy, was it Destroyers? Mm-mm. With the big boots and it, buffaloes. Like, it, it took me about the New Rocks and the buffaloes. Yeah. Like, that was a big, big thing at Dockside. But the shoes were very expensive. Yeah, they were they, over a thousand and then. But they also that thing of, there was Majats also. The light used to wear Majats, I think. No? I think so, because I, I remember seeing knockoffs that were like legit, legit. It looked fast, because like, Rishka had like cool friends who used to have. Both. How much rubber and plastic is in that? No, imagine that. Yo. <laughs> if you want to talk about what's polluting, it's not the straws, it's Me, the damn you. buffaloes. But how was it owns on the buffaloes? It was like short, and then they also had that glycerin spikes. And you know, the glycerin spikes was like a ruler's length above the head. Yes. It was massive. If you guys have never seen that, that's an image that you. I wish you could have seen once in your life. <laughs> Here we have Jason on his outfit. Favorite outfit back in the day. Fresh white Jack Purcell. Why you had to wash them to go to the club to make them dirty? Nobody knows. You've been stealing chalk since high school days to save to make these Jack Purcells white, but you are still going into the club. Fresh white Jack Purcells, Boys of London jeans, the baggy one, the one where only the toe of the boys of, of the Jack Purcell is actually sticking out. That's how wide the pipe of the jeans is. The jeans got the white stripe down the side, cause you a little bit funky, confuse the enemy plain white t-shirt because um, you believe you had a chest because I went to the gym once or twice and uh, yeah that was that was the vibe you get home the Jack Purcells are brown the t-shirt has got stains uh, sometimes those stains are unidentifiable but uh, makes for a good time also bleach repeat 
I remember that stance, like if you get a brandy stain, because I mean, things is going, maybe there's a, a potency shot or a zapper shot or something that someone poured and you, you're obviously dripping. So it's on your shirt or something and you look for talent. It's the worst when it happens as you get to the jaw oh. and someone spills something on you, then you're like brown. So that's why you like, don't wear the, the white colors. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes you look like in a white sweater, man. You know what I mean? Your arm length is fine. It look good. <laughs> it's just the first, it's the first we on the white sweater. Yeah. It's, a, mm, it's, a, it's crisp. I did also, I remember, uh, I don't know what club it was. I think it was Chrome Cotley. Within like the first 10 minutes, someone dropped like a drink on me. Yeah. I was just like, I want to go home. Yeah. Cause also because I don't drink and I hate the, I hate the smell of of alcohol. Because, yeah, it's just like... It, hey, you don't have to prove anything to me. <laughs> no, but it's just a thing of like, it felt like stink. <laughs> like I wasn't used to the smell. You know the yeah. thing of like, once you're used to it, you kind of, it doesn't smell anymore. Anyway, this made me... Like, nah, then I was like, oh, I'm going to make a mission to go home. I left everybody and I was like, yeah, this is not a vibe. I, hey, oh, I did it. I couldn't wait to get my first pair of like Pacels as well as like Converse. But you know what? I, I didn't care after a while because that circling of Mazina and looking after you. stuff, I am, I'm sorry, but I am freak lazy. So just give me black shoes. But having said that, I did have like a rubber Lacoste with the straps. Mm. That was so cool for a liquor taichi. But right. maybe. Like the, was it like the Adidas shape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Stan Smith uh, shapes, yeah, Stan yeah. Smith, yeah. But the um, also with I figured out I don't know how old I was, but I figured when you could just put chucks in the washing machine, just like that. You I, did that, Yo, yeah. I was told not to do that. Nah, and it was fine. Like I was just like, okay, you just take the laces up, put it in the machine, wash it, save you, or you put it in a um, in a pillowcase so that it doesn't uh, fly around too much. That that saved my life. It saved so much time also. Um. Then let's say, um, did you obviously like have to negotiate like with your your mommy to wash certain things in a way so that you can wear it for Saturday because that was a big thing for me. <laughs> like I used to like plan my week so that I can wear my sweater on the Tuesday, but then it'll be in the washer. I can wear the Saturday. Like there was one setup or one clothing like design that you felt that yourself like now nah, this is my way of Confident looking good. look <laughs> but you know just cut your brass was be like strays and be sticking at you in the silver sweater <laughs> and that shoe and that jeans because everybody you felt good in that it was your Christmas clothing and now you not just... rich maybe like you can't have a man you know man who come with quite sweaters to the jewel every week mm-hmm. I wasn't that man I think the smartest thing Quicksilver and Bolivar could do was go to Edgar's because people could buy it on their account or so because then everybody was yakking new Bolivong every damn week or so. Here's um, Maxine on the clothing. Oh, no. No, that is... My favorite outfit. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't have a favorite, but I do have, like, my worst, probably. So, they would let me sing at these clubs as well. I don't know what that says about, like, these club owners. But anyways, it's fine. Um, actually, at this point, I was about... 16 so I have this picture it's embedded in my mind and it's on my hard drive <laughs> so I actually saw this not too long ago I was wearing a low-rise jeans okay I don't think I can do that now with a bright pink top but I had a waistcoat on too man <laughs> and this giant bulb <laughs> like what was the reason and I think I had pumps on or something and this God awful side path. I don't and like my my hairline in general is like really odd. It's it's I can't explain it. It's like the opposite of a widow's peak, so it's not really I don't wanna say I haven't really seen any hairline. 
<laughs> because I don't. But I have like baby ears that okay, anyways, my point is that like <laughs> when the side part happens, like the hair would fall so much in my face. The habit is a big thing. It's just not nice and it's awful. So <laughs> it was that. <laughs> you also know like there's a, a certain way that your hair fits like when you get it right there, you go, I'm comfortable. I'm yeah. confident with this look. But as soon as something changes, other people can't see it. But in your mind, you're just like... Uh. That was, that, that's so true. Like, I used to do my hair and then if the spikes and stuff don't do the right thing in the right way because I got like three crowns on my cup so my hair don't go the, the same way all the time. It's one, one goes wine big in, one goes one goes put one has put one in the turban box, I believe. Um, but um, doing your hair and stuff like that used to be a thing for me. Like, I used to redo my hair until that spike look the right way it's supposed to do but also like she said something like what was I wearing then but I also go through that pictures of when I was wearing that the, the what is it called like the bootleg jeans oh. and stuff and now we're in skinny jeans it's like maybe to, at the time you felt good and that is all it's about don't fucking worry about it you can laugh about it now but right then you were on point maybe bro. you were on point now for me I, when I think it is it's a thing of like that was acceptable at the time that was the fashion I mm. cringe now for it but we must not allow it yeah the waistcoat era when people were, were wearing like shirt and like we were wearing clothes, like formal clothes to the club. It didn't make sense why we were wearing like those long pointed shoes. Nah, me bro, smart casual. How are you then for a big boy? <laughs> smart casual is just a, a suit but the jeans. <laughs> it is, no? My bro, but also like... Why are you wearing a tie on a Saturday night? It, it was just a, I used to wear it to the tool and I stuff. know. I, the thing is, I, I also used to yes, wear it. Yes, I actually saw your pictures of you wearing the, it. It exists on the internet, guys. We'll find it. But again, the thing of just going, those were not good looks. I also remember my sister wearing... It was at the time. Don't worry about it. Leather jackets to the club. Yes. It doesn't make sense. I have my daddy's leather jacket upstairs that uh, I'm just happy to have. Because is it he used one? to try it. No, no, it's a standard, a quiet one. It's really cool. Like a Matrix looking... No. It's just uh, a, not a, 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 like a, it's almost like a suit jacket, a um, leather jacket that looks really cool. Mm. But you see, now you can wear it because you're not going to the club. Also, the fashion will allow it. But guys, why were, why were they wearing like blazers in the club also? Um, I used to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Usher, I had us in a choke <laughs> It was Usher. It was actually Usher. Because people were sweating. But uh, it's, it was then, it was happening. And then I thought, oh, that's obviously not to talk about the bands who used to wear so two rosaries or three rosaries in the gym but oh. like okay we get it <laughs> also two on each arm <laughs> but they like just laughing in the jaw, like the, all these rosaries on and then just having a dope <laughs> so, you know what I mean maybe even chasing but uh, I never ever did that I thought like what the hell I'm not gonna do that shit but yeah. I mean it was like weird to see but I mean again something had happened and scarves people used to wear like but not like dookies but like those um those, uh, yes. uh, you know what, uh, those, uh, those uh, now it's like Palestinian scars, but yeah. people used to wear that, like, I think um, Lil I Wayne. I had one of those as well. <laughs> Lil Wayne, you started wearing that stuff, the Fashion purple and the green. Uh, yes. Swag. I had a green one. Embarrassing times. Um, then the, the question now was, what was your favorite memory at the club? Okay, so my favorite memory, um, I've got two. Uh, one where I was attending a club and the other when I was playing at a club. One where I was attending was at Bang Bar. Um, they had a 
four-day party over a weekend because they were closing um, from the Thursday till the Sunday night. But the most memorable one was the Sunday night. The place was packed, 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 packed. Like, they weren't letting other people in because it was so full inside. And there was a line outside which stretched through the parking lot into the road. And I'm not talking about, like, a single file line. I'm talking about, like, five people next to each other, squashed together, going up the stairs to the entrance, and then, like, a crowd of people in the parking lot and a crowd of people going down the road. Like, it got so full. Um, and, like, people were, like, trying to break the gate to get inside because they all just wanted to be inside. Like, it was hectic. Um, Let me dance! But a good night, nonetheless. Um, and yeah. then my second favorite memory was when I was playing at We Have Sundays. Um, my first time playing there. Um, it was one of my goals. Um, and I was fortunate enough to have played there. Um, uh, it was, like I explained before, the energy was nothing like I've ever experienced playing for an event. Um, the love that I felt. Okay, friend, we also one memory, not two. <laughs> but you're very um, happy that you get to perform there for the yeah. first time. Yeah, shout out to Rias. Um, it's such a liquor jewel. Everybody's happy. There's so much good uh, vibes when you go there. And it's just liquor music and liquor people. And I don't know. It's just a good vibe. On on the note of, of uh, places I enjoyed was um, Cold Turkey's. Oh yes, Cold Turkey Sundays. Cold Turkey Sundays was fire. That yeah. that was also a good summer that we that we had that space. Yes. Oh, that and I got to go to. They changed the venues and all this, but Cold Turks was really, really just. When it was in Greenpoint. Yes, that's right. They, oh, uh, yeah. That was, changed to there. Yeah. That was a, that was actually the last party we went to before lockdown. That was like I think lockdown was the Sunday. Then the the Sunday before that we went to Cold Turkey when they restarted. Uh, yeah. <coughs> and then you were saying also. Do you remember how full clubs used to be, like on event nights? It used to be, like, there was a time when, I think Reddy D performed at, at one of the Darkside yeah, parties. A pile, like the GNG pros, yeah, he was always the GNG there. pro, yo. But then you just go, people couldn't dance, you were just, you were just packed in there. Like, in yeah. retrospect, you go, that's a fire hazard, and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't exist. But everybody was just packed, you like, mm. Yeah, I'm going to go to this side. I'm going to go that side. Even like if you go downstairs to the Chess Cafe, like there's just people lumming outside in that four-year section yes. that you couldn't even do anything because yeah. it was just so hot everywhere. Yeah, I forgot about But also, yeah. Like also what a world we lived in where people was just next to each other breathing. Yeah. <laughs> and Darkside is massive because it used to have all those people on top as well. Remember? Yes. That used to be madness. Um, yeah, we have Jason. He's from the jaw. He's rolling with the squad, 12 people deep taking over the dance floor. The two biggest guys, me and another guy named Gary, used to call him G. Um, we would stand on each egg, edge of the dance floor, make the circle so that it takes over the whole dance floor. Gary and I would hand the pretend skipping rope and then start the skipping game. And if you wanted to dance, you had to pretend to dance over the skipping rope. At the time, oh my God, we believed we were the future. This was the coolest Daft Punk type style stuff that anyone had ever done. And if you can just picture two burly men playing with an imaginary skipping rope and then three <laughs> lanky people jumping up and down in the center pretending that the rope is there and everybody going crazy, still jamming to Robin S. What a nice. <laughs> That's insane, having imaginary skipping rope in the jaw. <laughs> but also, 
when two brothers look like they're having fun, everybody wants to have fun with him. Yeah. Then you just like, oh shit, this is the vibe. Okay, we're gonna. Because then I'll go skip. If if I see everybody skipping and it's a fun time, I'm also gonna go skip. I won't lie. Um, you also spoke about the krang, and I love the krang. And the krang has changed over the years. But the krang is the krang, yeah. Like I'm um, getting in the middle. Firstly, like a dark side, and other places, like you just go in the middle and you battle. Then you're blaming with your friends, and then it's catching on, like, like doing whatever dances in the chill. Then it obviously progresses. You get older now. It's your aunties and uncles is almost <laughs> a partying there, and they're doing the their dances. The krang is the krang. The krang is the krang. That thing it's of, fun. If when people are happy and you make a circle, it's a performance now. Now it's not just we dance for ourselves; we dance for everybody. You're like now, but there is somebody who's gonna try order if no one is in the middle and they have a lick of time. <laughs> and then one person that goes, "Oh no, we're gonna break dance now." <sighs> Why are you break dancing in the club? <laughs> like we're here to dance. Now they're just kicking people out of the way. My, my friend um, Paul, his cousin used to come to the chola and he was a break dancer and used to be like cool me getting but then the man used to just want to break dance all the time. And I remember this one day he was break dancing outside. He used to and he was hurting his hands on the toe like my bro. That's all right. <laughs> calm down, calm down. We know you can. It's fine. It's Fucking not that banana kind of and air place there in <laughs> the middle of. We were, I think we were in Otter. I blame Eddie Cordo for the 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 respike in um in breakdowns. Yours, Maxine. My favorite memory or memories would have to be those moments where I got to sing in these places. So my dad would always call me up and like. I'm honestly like scarred because whenever we would go anywhere and he's playing, he'd be like, oh, I'd just like to call my daughter up. And I was almost always prepared because I knew it was going to happen. But moments like that, it's irreplaceable. It introduced me to the music industry at a very young age. And so, like, who can say that they got to do that at 13 years old or 16 years old, you know? So, yeah, that was definitely, definitely my favorite moments in those places. Bruh. Just props to that. I love live performances and um, maybe already, you know, Sammy Weber and the seasons I've been now see them or hear them playing. It's always a, it's a vibe, bruh. I love it. I feel like Maxine has, sees the, is see, saw the other side of the club, of the party, of like we work and we perform at the party. Yeah. We are the stars at the party. We were yes. just like, we're here to be entertained. <laughs> nah. I've heard her sing, like I've watched some of her videos on Facebook and you're actually super talented. Yeah. No, no, no. Guys, if you're listening, go follow. Um, then we have uh, Finn. Because we asked him what was his favorite clubs or so. So, my favorite club or event, my all-time favorite. Um, without a doubt, I have to say, we are Sundays. Um, ever since I attended, which wasn't even that long ago, I fell in love with like the general vibe of the place. Um, everyone is super chilled. Everyone is loving. Everyone is joyful. Uh, yeah, it's that's very true. It's like I was saying it earlier. On, yeah. The vibes is just on point. It's such a nice people, and everyone's there for just to have a, a good time. And it's liquor and the energy, and you just hear the whistlings and the go Leighton, <laughs> and it's it's got kind of like a shout out like the mood. You. So yeah, again, guys, uh, we're all getting packs. We're going to Vias as well. But <laughs> I feel like there's there's so much moments we're not covering even tonight. I feel yeah. like there's so much there's so much there's other generations. 
that has come before us and that's going through it now that we haven't covered and that's why we're going to have a second episode where we'll cover more of the things as well definitely like look just some of like off the top of my head like a lot of the memories is just like having everybody there you know what everyone on the back of the back here having all the brass around like yes we're sleeping yes we're catching up but like lamming on the dance floor and like having a booth or, or, or like if you had to go to old vibe there was like these um there's these rows yes. and then there's people who own the rows and if you get there early enough which never really happens then you get to get the booth and you get to lamb liquor and if you know somebody you get to lamb them so that kind of vibe but I also have this other story which is a bit different I remember my cousin um Um, I'm not going to say his name but Clayton I'm fucked I'm going to say his name <laughs> so we're laughing at Vibe now we're at the back there and my brother so now we want to have a liquor time there and we'll be saving now it's time to chase this one girl a whole night and eventually now we're all sitting at the table at the back just drinking now because it's time before we got back to town so maybe something other songs didn't grand on so he's laughing there he's my mock on the table oh. cross it oh. onto uh, my brother oh my oh. word was the worst but um you want these actually so but it's just so many yeah other this is the other side also of the of the club was when when the means is like mom walking the or you just you, or as you're walking someone pushes you out of the way and they just go down steeply and you look down mom walk mom guys you stay up in a lot why is there food why didn't you like eat earlier digest the food <laughs> and then come to the club why am i oh i remember also um it was the pumps and hose party oh, at um, atmosphere yeah. And I was at my brother's house, stuff, and um, we obviously pre-drinking. But now we get there, and the line is super long, like vibe to our hour line long. Yes. And now we just the whole side, and he's like, "I'm not standing this fucking line." <laughs> so he walked through like he was on a mission, and there's a clone means with us. And I said, "Well, I'm I'm going with that then." And then we walked straight in past everybody, like we were supposed to be there. <laughs> Did you walk? Like you just no one stopped you. you Nobody just... stopped us, and we Yo. just walked in there. Yeah, most time, you see. Also, that was that was. Yo, those I don't know. I feel like that was could have been of the most embarrassing moments to happen to anybody when you walk past. <laughs> he was the a drape though. No, no, no. Like I, as a pump, it was pretty funny. <laughs> But the thing of when you walk, when you see someone, you're standing in the line and you're waiting. Now you see someone walk to the front, then they say, "Oh no, I'm Melissa. My name is on the guest list." Now they look for Melissa. No, there's nothing here. Is that? Oh, you just come through so long. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, as you walk back, everybody just goes, "Wow, wow, <laughs> you're not here." And then was walk down the hole. I remember there was one night at the, oh, one day at Darkside, the line was freak long, and they bounced one like these two girls, and they had to walk past, and it was like a Mexican wave that followed them up, <laughs> right back to Canal. It was the funniest thing to see. That's freak party shame. Um, but you were you bounced it? Um, yes, I get vibe. I took up to the back of the line before, and like that's fine. You take the risk and stuff. Talking about um, that one night, it was a Friday night. We go to the vibe, and um, we're getting in now. And now all of us is under 18 and it's 18 years old now. It's not 16 years old in the mountain anymore. So we get the dope and stuff. I remember in the taxi, we always if one don't get in, we all don't go. We lambing in the line there. So he vacated all of us. Alright. Then we all just went But we all took turns coming outside to check on him and he made a friend outside. <laughs> and then they were just lambing because he couldn't go home. Nah? Simply because we're not supposed to be there. Oh. We didn't actually... 
like yeah. we have someone to phone to come fetch us now because yeah. again we're not supposed to be there and then the taxi is coming to fetch us only like later on the night it's also the thing of <coughs> cell phones wasn't necessarily a, a big thing yeah because you go like you, I don't know how people how now people we had just, our 51 then and stuff but, but I mean like I'm talking about like your like dark side days no I don't have one then there was no cell phones then and also if I think of like my sisters I go how did they get how did they tell people that they were in danger time time management <laughs> baby bro did you just memorize the phone number what yes I used to actually I have to I can tell so obviously you know your mom and daddy is in your own phone number yes I'm trying to think of how many phone numbers are now probably you know like four five six and the six cell phone numbers <laughs> But it's, it's always so lucky to reminisce about this time. It's like wearing the the baby dangries, wearing the the alligators and the powers, and obviously your nikes and stuff. And just that time of like um, blaming with your brother and getting ready and excited for a job. But who's gonna be there? Is she gonna be there again this week? You don't know because you can't contact her. <laughs> It's also so much the, good. The, the music that plays on the drive to the club was also a thing. Because it's like, it's hype music, but you go, we're going to hear the song in 30 minutes time inside the job, but I'm going to play it now. Yeah. So, yo, that was, it was such a wild trip. And then also food on the way, home also is another thing. But I think we'll cover that in episode, the second yes, episode we, of this. Yes, we need to go through Heist Chola, which is honestly one of my favorite things that, we've, that I've ever been to because I used to throw big house parties. And um, then also like, you know, progressing to our snack dances and our platter parties. Yes, and also food on the way home. We're going to have to cover that. I feel like that's also a bit. Yes. And what food you eat at home when you get home after the job. And we didn't even like even cover like golden dish and like, like the iconic mission of coming there Those after beans. Galaxy and all these things. <laughs> it's like so much like we didn't even talk about 169. Mm-hmm. Or, and again, there's going to be a lot of this because again, we have to <laughs> what can I say? We, 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 we have time we don't have time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up there guys um thanks for listening to the Rech Boys, Boys podcast, podcast. <laughs> um, um thank you guys so much again share and um give us feedback and um hopefully we brought back some like memories again this week yes and uh because when we share you guys must get your story ready because when we're gonna open the lines you guys must come with your stories yeah. um i'm asking bonds i'm simon Orchel. and bye-bye bye.